Welcome back to the Hooligans Pitch. It has been a little while here. It is January 8th, Sunday, mid-afternoon. Chad, welcome back. It's been a busy last couple of weeks. Yeah. Christmas, Happy New Year. And yeah. we are. Festive period has come and gone, and we're back in action. Yeah, let me go ahead and get this dust off my mic here, because um, <laughs> it has been, let's see, the last time we really spoke about footy uh, on camera was the World Cup Final, the day yeah. of... We are now f- back into the EPL, back into the FA Cup. Everything is moving a lot quicker than what I um, anticipated. <laughs> it's yeah. uh, like, you know, we, we had like two or three days like off from yeah. talking or, or recording anything. And now we're just back in the swing of things. And I think after this next week, though, things should calm down. We move back to weekend games. Um, mm-hmm. Not so many weekday games. So that should be nice. But uh, yeah, but yeah I'm, I'm ready to get back on it. Yeah, I mean... It's been nice to, like, we were able to keep up on points and everything for the Fantasy League, but, I mean, yeah, I just haven't had a lot of time to actually watch the games because they've just been so many midday, weekday games, and it's, like, hard to find the time to watch those, but, you know, catch the highlights, see the good goals, the, the flops, the weird bar calls yeah it's, <laughs> it's all back it's all back in action <laughs> yeah i know one of the one of the things that Kristen and i kind of were noticing we're when we watched the boxing day matches because we watched a couple of those and then mm-hmm. um and then the city game on the 27th and we we were like do you think the refs are going to go to the world cup injury time and give that huge 10 minute window and that that just didn't happen i, I I'm kind of surprised right yeah i, I kind of thought that like, the World Cup was going to be almost like the test bed for that, like, more accurate at a time. Um, and I, I thought we would see at least some level of that come into the Premier League. Maybe not the full, like, ten minutes and sure. mm-hmm. stuff like that. But, um, I don't know. I Maybe Premier League just doesn't want to implement anything, like, new since it's mid-season, which I get, but at the same time, like, this is only supposed to be able, like, be adding more playtime that was wasted. So it's, you're not really adding anything new. But yeah, yeah. I think I watched the first. I don't remember who played on Boxing Day, but it was the first game. That was the the thing I was looking forward to the most to seeing how much time yeah. was given. I was like, oh, okay, we're back yeah. to where we were. Yeah, not at all. no, didn't even think about it. They said no, we're two minutes. Good, let's get out of here. <laughs> uh, hold that thought. I, I need to get a, a beer out of my fridge because it is Sunday. Oh, and thank I, God, I've been I've been wanting to drink this thing in front of me. Oh gosh, I, I you know it's shame on me for forgetting. I've been having I haven't drank that much since I've gotten home. We're trying to like limit it to weekends or like yeah, going yeah, out and stuff. Yeah. So hang on, I gotta open this fridge. <laughs> All right, nice and cold. There's only a couple in there, so mm. I'm going to have to get a little restock okay. here. But um, I'm going with the shoots, uh, Fresh Haze. Oh, I think a favorite. Yeah, you can't go wrong here, so I'm going to crack that. What you got? Yeah. Um, I got the uh, Voodoo Ranger mm. Juicy Haze. Yep. Also a banger. But I put it in my mug, so, you oh, know. Nice. I don't know where my mug is. <laughs> Wait, on, pause one more second. Pause one more. One more. Oh, yeah, not in there. Oh, yeah, disappointing. That's okay. We're gonna go straight from the can okay. today. Um, yeah. But let's let's start off with uh, just points in our league right now, just because mm-hmm. know, we got Chris and Ryan in first and second place. Those are both my coworkers who have nearly identical teams. Yeah, I, I've talked to them a little bit about what they want to transfer in. 
Mm-hmm. And what I've been told is they are going to wait until the 31st to see what everyone else does, which I totally really understand. Yeah. I think I'm, I think I'm going to make mine this week. Um, yeah, I want to yeah. be, I want to be ready to go by next weekend with my new squad because not having a Newcastle player is killing me inside. Um, not having an Arsenal player, that's mind-boggling, right? I have two teams in the top four, and I don't um, have any players yeah. on them. That's right, yeah, because you started with Ramsdale, but um, didn't replace him with another Arsenal player or anything. So No, and, and, and I'll tell you right now, it's going to be Odegaard. So, You're doing it? I'm, doing, I'm for sure doing Odegaard. I don't know what else I'm going to do in my midfield. Um, yeah. I don't want to give too much away on here, but... yeah. Uh, I think Al- Alistair got um, Odegaard on his squad. So. Yeah, yeah, he was the first one to put him in. Um, um, and he would have had a good game too, but he got a yellow card, so that kind of offsets him. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, because what, it's only him and Waffle so far have made uh, yeah, January yeah. changes. So. That's kind of surprising. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm definitely going to have to do it this week because, I mean, I'm down like a defender or two from just them being injured and still don't have Holland so um uh, yeah I don't know I've kind of like finalized my team and just have a few decisions to make whether I want to take like the safer route or maybe like risk it for the biscuit a little bit and hopefully grab some points that's kind of what I'm thinking just because I do got to make up some ground but we'll see we'll see is Havertz on your uh no, no Havertz. Is any? No. Are you? Are, can I ask you? Are you going to get rid of Mount? I'm getting rid of Mount. I'm getting rid of Mount. Are you replacing him with the Chelsea player? I think so. <laughs> it's one of the questions. Okay. That I have. So, um, yeah, yeah. I, I, otherwise, I'd say my biggest um, risk it for the biscuit is a uh, potential move for a Brighton player. Hmm. That I think is maybe flying under the radar a little bit. Hmm. You have my curiosity. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> maybe I'll do it and just see what happens. But. Is it going to be McAllister or is it going to be Trossard? Because I'm pretty sure in our league they're both midfielders, so you might. I'll have to double check that. Look, I said I said flying under the radar. So hmm. yeah, those guys aren't really under the radar. I would say. Interesting. Interesting move. Um. Yeah. I. You know. I. I'm kind of on the fence with Christian Eriksen. He's been right there with Bruno for most uh, most of the season, but what's killing me is Bruno stays on just a little bit longer, and all, they always get that extra goal at the end. So right yeah. now, Bruno Fernandes has 94.5 points, um, which is good for third in midfielders. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if you look at stats. I'm sorry. I think that's good for fourth, um, which is still pretty, pretty good. Where do you think Eriksen falls in? How many points... Behind or ahead, do you think he is? Um, I think he's behind. Uh, I want to say maybe like a... I, I feel like he, he's had a good first half of the season, fantasy-wise at least. Um, but like you said, he does tend to come off early and then miss out on those final little tidbits. So maybe like a 20, 30-point gap behind he's only five points behind bruno really that's it erickson is fourth right now for everyone who's chosen a midfielder uh he's Mm. fourth on that list oh wow what's killing bruno is he has eight yellow cards yeah that guy just (laughs) racks up the yellows (laughs) so i'm in this weird position where erickson doesn't it doesn't feel like he's putting up points Mm -hmm. but he's doing it 
he's just one clip under Bruno, and yeah. Bruno's on pace to get another suspension. Um, <laughs> everyone seems to be picking Bruno, so it makes me kind of just want to sit back and keep rolling with Erickson. Yeah, he's getting I mean, assists. It, he's playing it safe. He, he's right there with them. Um, I think I think you probably okay to keep him for now. I mean. Otherwise, it's just going to be another, like, Mason Mount sort of situation where just everyone has him. Right. So it's like, I need you're not really card. gaining anything. Yeah. Um, yeah, Mason Mount's going to be a tricky one. I'm not sure what I'm going to do there yet. And then Susek is just, you know, mm. that's probably going to be the one that I don't keep any longer. Um, and that, that whole West Ham midfield has just been a little disappointing. Like, I mean, West Ham as a whole, I think, has been disappointing. Uh, yeah, but... they're, they're on my list of what to talk about, so we'll, <laughs> yeah. we'll bring them up in a little bit. Um, yeah. And then my defenders, I think I'm only going to make one, maybe two moves in there. There's there's, okay. there's a guy I've been eyeing for a little bit, um, and he's just been putting up numbers, and no one has him. So, oh. It, it, is he being tracked in our league currently no, or no he's not oh he's being, he's being tracked right here <laughs> okay. yeah, all, all in the brain and um i will say he had a strong world cup mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. i think it'll transfer over nicely um okay. i don't think i'm gonna mess with my forwards because it looks like everyone is gonna pick the same forwards that i already have and yeah. i'm in a position where i don't need to switch that up at this moment if an injury happens which is like when do I want to make this move? Um, if an injury happens in this next week and I make my roster change, that would I, I that would be well, that would be terrible. Yeah. That'd be terrible. Yeah. Um, but I think I'm happy with the forwards right now, and I'm pretty sure that is the top three: uh, Kane, uh, Holland, and, um, and so Salah. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's tough. That's a tough one. Yep. Holland made this whole thing just ridiculous. He broke it from and, the start. And to a point, Nick Pope. <laughs> yeah, true. But not a lot of people had the two of them to start the season. No, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I think Newcastle's led in the least amount of goals, like 11 or something. That's crazy. Well, it's like so, I mean, yeah, he's just racking up clean sheets and yeah, the, the goal against penalties not big. Like. He has the most clean sheets with 12. He's second right now in saves with 83. Second with the most clearances. Uh, the least amount of goals let in 11. And the next closest is 14. And that's also with Mendy and Ramsdale. And Mendy's barely played, so he shouldn't really count. Yeah. He has yeah. three penalty saves. The highest, uh, next highest is Saw. And then two yellow cards. So, <laughs> yeah. he's and Only three people have him right now. It's you, Jimmy, and Alistair. So, um, <laughs> it will be. Oh, I'm sorry. And the Waffle. But that's a new addition. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, we'll see what happens there. Uh, but yeah, I need Newcastle bad. But um, yeah, any other notable standouts in fantasy you want to bring up? Because this is where the f- this is where like the fun kind of begins. But also, yeah. no one's making any moves. So I want to know: Are people just being patient? I think people are being patient. Like I, I don't know if I said this on a previous episode, or just like talking to you. But I think whoever can find the midfield combination that like scores well. Um, will kind of run away with it. Like everyone's gonna end up taking Holland, and if not both Kane and Salah, like one of them. Um, and like all the defenders, like there's not been like really one or two standout defenders in the league. I think. Um, Tarkowski so would be the one. Yeah, yeah, and then I, maybe Trippier, like yeah, that's decent that's as well. The clean sheets have just really brought him. Yeah. 
Tarkowski has just been a workhorse in blocks. Oof, yeah. So, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. I'm glad we're seeing, you know, Odegaard come into play. Um, I know Alistair picked up uh, T. Elements as well. It's one that I was thinking of, but, like, Lester's kind of like a West Ham right now. It's just like, I don't know if I want to touch anyone on that team. <laughs> and what about, um, and James Madison, too. He just got injured. Yeah. And like, he's definitely, he was on my list who I wanted to get mm-hmm. in, and now I'm like, eh, I don't know if it's that yeah, important yeah. for me to do at this moment. Um, so yeah, it definitely makes it tricky. Uh, I will be getting rid of Tyrone Mings. That's a that's a doing. I'm it. doing that. Everyone has him. <laughs> yeah, he hasn't been great. So that yeah, that's that's my other one. But then my other defender, I don't know if I want to keep Anderson. He's had a good statistical year, but there's also the guy I have my eye on. It's like he would take his spot, and maybe it, it'd be like I, I feel like it's a no risk if I switch him out for this guy I want. Mm. Um, but yeah, again, we'll we'll get there and. Uh, We'll see what can happen at the end. Yeah, I just yeah. want to catch up to Chris and Ryan in these next couple of weeks while they don't make their moves. So, I mean, yeah, now's the time to strike. So, <laughs> yeah. All right, should we talk about our uh, predictions for the second half? Yeah, let's get into it. Are you want me to start, or do you want to start? Uh, go for it. Okay. Besides Holland, mm-hmm. who will be second in most goals scored? And we can open up our stat book. See what's going on. Right now, yeah. Holland Kane, has right? a ridiculous amount of goals. I think he's at 22. I think so, yeah. Uh, 21 league goals, and I think he has one or two within uh, the FA Cup. But uh, we'll, we'll, we'll stick with EPL right now. Uh, okay. Holland with 21, Kane with 15, Tony with 12, Mitrovic mm-hmm. with 11, Rodrigo with 10. And we'll, we'll leave it at that. So those are our top five right now. Um, you know, it's surprising not seeing Mohammed on here. And, uh, yeah. and, you know, it, I thought Jesus would make a run for this too. And now he's injured. And you know, he just kind of stopped yeah. scoring near the end, um, the end of the first half. But yeah. if anyone, who do you have for second? Um, I mean, Kane is a good shout just because, like, that seems to be where Tottenham's getting most of their goals from. Um, but, man, I, I think... I don't think Tony seems to be, like, consistent enough to really get up there towards the end of the season. I feel like Mitrovic could do it, though. Like, he's just he's just been going. <laughs> no, he's going to tank. I, I, I don't see him slowing down, either. Um, he does have four low cards, which... Well, yeah, I mean, but five like, yellow cards. Sorry, they made some good pickups. Like they got Willian to provide a couple assists now, and um, I'm sure they're looking at you know more reinforcements in in the January window just to make sure they stay up. And I mean, Mitrovic is didn't have a great World Cup, but came back and has looked good in the in the Premier League game since. He's a hard one not to take right now. Um, mm-hmm. And then one more question for you as we're just on the goal topic. Who do you think will score more goals, uh, Saka or Martinelli to finish out the year? Hmm. Martinelli has seven within the Premier League, and Saka has six. Yeah. Um, I know different positions in our league, but they're essentially playing wingers. Yeah. I think... Man. That's a tough one. 
think I'm gonna go with Sokka. Only because right now there's no real backup for him, so he's gonna play like every game. Okay. Um, whereas like on Martinelli's side, Emil Smith Rose coming back from injury and like Silvia will probably swap a little bit, which I mean could just spur on Martinelli to like kick it up another notch and like prove he he needs a starting spot and all that. So Or slot him in the central there. role, right? I mean, I know that was kinda of talked about. Yeah. Striking. I think that would be really interesting to see considering how freaking fast that guy is. Yeah, I, I think it'll just kind of depend what gets done during this transfer window. Like if if Madrid comes in that provides cover for Sokka and um I mean then you can kind of play him also on the left side and then yeah maybe you can try Martinelli up top and um and just how quickly like Jesus comes back and gets into you know match fitness and stuff and I don't know I mean I think I, I, I'm sticking with Sokka as, as having more goals at the end of it but I think Martinelli's just gonna be a Right there, you know, right behind him, too. Yeah, it's not a bad problem to have. No, certainly not. <laughs> um, yeah, and Jesus is not coming back until uh, late February. So definitely time for those guys to to figure out kind of their off role for this time. And I shouldn't be worried about Odegaard, right? He'll still be in there playing probably the full 90, even with uh, Smith Rowe yeah. coming back. Yeah, um, I mean, Odegaard is... Pretty much the only, like, 10 that Arsenal play with. Um, Smithrow has played there, but he typically seems to be played as on, like, that left wing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, we have Fabio Vieira, and, but he seems to be kind of playing more on the right side, just to give Sokka a break every once in a while, but hasn't really made too much of an impact in Premier League games yet, so I don't think we'll see too much of him... It's certainly not taking over Odegaard's spot, but I think Odegaard seems a safe pick, and he's just been like running the midfield now and and getting goals himself now, so he's looking exciting. <laughs> yeah, I feel like Arsenal has just a bunch of like a lot of B plus players where it's like you could take any of them and probably be okay. There's not that standout where it's like that's going to be the money maker and hitting you every single mm-hmm. point in every game, which is a it, it makes it a tougher decision. For what players yeah. you want to roll with? Um, yeah, but I mean, but, like, yeah, fantasy wise, I think it's pretty nice though. Is like, because you have your Saka that a lot of people started with, but like, Odegaard's an option now too. Like, Martinelli really should be an option too. Like, you know, seven goals is not a bad return. I think he has maybe three assists as well on there or something. Like, so I mean, and like, you know, Jesus before he got injured. <laughs> Yeah, kind of didn't score as much as maybe you wanted, but he was assisting. Five and five, I think, is what he was at. Yeah, five so like, is yeah. still a pretty good return. Like, you know, and and then I mean, yeah, Saliba in the back line has been a good option. Um, I know. I thought about that one too. No Gabby for a cup a month or two, right? I know he picked up a knock. Um, big Gabby, defender Gabby. Oh, I thought he did. Um, I didn't see I could, that. I could be reading that wrong. I thought I saw that somewhere on an Arsenal report. Um, I'll have to double check where I read that because yeah I'm on I'm on Premier League injury table and it, it's not there so yeah I'll have to double check where I saw that because I'm pretty sure I saw his, his last name starts with an M I can't pronounce yeah. it but I did yeah. see it somewhere so I, I gotta double check no. I, yeah I haven't heard anything but I mean could did, be did he, did he play last game? Um, yeah I'm pretty sure okay 
Yeah, I'll have to double check. So. All right. Uh, what you got for me? Um. I don't know if you want to just jump right into like your final relegation teams, but maybe just diving at the deep end because I think I, I couldn't find who we thought about at the start of the season, but I think we had Fulham as like going up and going back down <laughs> initially. I think initially, I think at the very start because we had a couple episodes where we talked mm-hmm. about it. I think at the very start of the season, that's what we did predict. But like a week or two in. When we kind of saw what Mitrovic was becoming, we said like, eh, like we're gonna be the so I, I found the three that we spoke on, and there was really okay. four. Um, and I think it was bias on that week. So first one on my list was Leicester, which totally made sense back when yeah. we we're you know week two, week three. Um, next one was the Wolves because they mm-hmm. they couldn't score. Next was Southampton because they were transferring almost their entire team out and just got younger. <laughs> Um, and then it was bias on this. Bournemouth was on that list too, because they just Mm. got smacked and their coach was fed up. Now (laughs) out of those four teams in my head, I still see maybe three, maybe three of them on my list that I just said, getting relegated. I think the wolves are definitely up there because right Mm -hmm. now they sit 19th at the table, 14 points. Southampton right now, sitting last with 12. And then Leicester, which they had a good little rally. Um, Then things went very poorly for them the last couple. They're they're sitting at 17th, two points above the 18th spot. And then Bournemouth is uh, 16 points. So, like, I think it's still going to be Wolves and Southampton. Leicester and Bournemouth, for me, is still a toss-up. Leicester and Bournemouth. You're not even considering Everton? No, I'm not. No? They, think they're going to survive? They, they find a way. They always do. They've never been... They've always sucked. At, yeah. least, at least as far as I've been watching. Like, let's go Let's go to 22-21. What place do you think Everton finished last year? Do you remember? I know they struggled. Um, but they maybe ended, like, 15? 16th. Okay. Yeah. Year prior, they were tenth. Uh, the year prior to that, twelfth, and then we'll just go back to 2018, 2019 for fun because I think they had a good year that year, eighth that year. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I think they'll hang on. They they'll find a way. Um, their goal scoring though is miserable. Oh yeah. Um. So I just I I just I don't know like what their plan is. I mean they. Calvert-Lewin came back, but uh, he hasn't scored a goal, I don't think. Or if he has, it's like... <laughs> it's showing himself. Min- minimal, yeah. And then, um, you know, defensively, I think they mostly look good now. Like, a little more structured. But just, I think Decent. the onslaught of, like, defending, defending, defending the whole game just... You know, it, it takes one little moment now to, for someone to lose his concentration. And then, you know, there's that, that goal that they let in... I don't know. I think but like Bournemouth is also kind of just like wishy-washy. Well, who do you think's better? Because right now, sitting at 15 points is West Ham as well. Yeah. The, the only reason why Everton is in 18th is because they've had one more goal scored against them. 
Because <laughs> that didn't happen. West Ham's in their position. So, you know, uh, I think... I mean, I think on paper, West Ham has the better squad, so they probably could survive just, like, a touch better than Everton could. <laughs> Ridiculous. I think West Ham's squad... It, it's almost no different from last year. Yeah, they brought in that uh, Skamaka yeah. and, and, and Pakata and... Uh, you know, maybe another one or two players, but like, they shouldn't be that bad. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make sense. Um, but let's see, right now with 17 points, it goes all the way up to the 13th position. Yeah, so 13, I mean, yeah, it's still really tight. 17. That's, yeah, that's yeah awesome. still, it's still just like that whole bottom half, well, almost bottom half is like so tight, but I think, I think Leicester will be okay. I think Leeds will be okay. Forest is kind of a question mark, but I think they'll be okay. They better be okay after all that money they spent. Could you yeah. imagine? Sheesh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's I think I think Southampton Wolves I think are shoe in at this point. Like Southampton just can't get it going. Wolves kind of the same thing. It's a shame too. Then, the Wolves were decent last year. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, I mean, I guess if they're FA Cup draw against Liverpool's I anything mean, go by, maybe that's maybe they're getting better, or you know, Liverpool's just still struggling a little bit. But. Focus on the table, Chad. Please focus <laughs> on the table. Oh yeah, yeah. There's a whole 14 positions between the two, so Liverpool's great. <laughs> Not good. Not good. Not a good start to the new year. Um, okay, well, I'm gonna flip it on you now. Uh, who is in your top four at the end of the season? I'm going to tell you right now that for the longest time I was taking it game by game. I want to hear I want to hear it. I'm starting to believe. I'm starting to dream, you know? <laughs> Are you going to say it? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it. Arsenal's going to be number one. We're taking it. Baby. It finally happened. You know, <laughs> I, I I didn't want to get ahead of myself at the start of the season because, like, long season. And to be fair, there's still more than half of the season to go. <laughs> but, you know, performances have generally looked a, a good and about the same level consistently. Um, I mean, there have, has been the stumble against United, which, I don't know, a VAR call could have maybe swung that game a different way. Yep. Um, a draw against Newcastle is not the worst thing, but again, the, the refing was a little bit shoddy. <laughs> Are you happy with the draw? Um, yeah, I think so. Like, Was that I a mean, draw seeing... that felt like a win? No, it's a draw that felt like a loss mm. after, after seeing some of the calls that weren't called. Um, like specifically the the pull on Gabriel's shirt for the corner kick, that's like his shirt being like pulled all the way around him, like he's wearing it backwards almost. And like I get there's a lot of pulling and shoving on the corner kicks and stuff, so it's like I'm normally pretty lenient with that sort of stuff. But like this is just blatant, like yanking him back. Like if Var's not gonna see that and call it, then like what are you doing? What are you, you know, doing here? Yeah, I like the 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 late handball at the end of the games. Like, 
it's one of those where, like, you've seen it go both ways. And I get it, like, the ball is kicked pretty close to him, and, you know, his arm is out, but, like, then he is kind of turned away, so, like, he is kind of not watching the play and where the ball is, so, like, I guess technically you could call it a handball, but I think it would be pretty harsh. So I'm okay with that, and, like, I don't know. Newcastle's been in, in good form. Arsenal's been in good form, and this is always going to be a tight battle. So I think a draw is fair, but it seemed like Arsenal did have, like, the, the step above Newcastle on the day and just didn't get the calls that they needed to maybe get the penalty kick and, and you know, win the game. Fair enough. Um, I would love to go back and forth with you uh, as we each sure. go down yeah. our list of our four teams here. Um, yeah. You gotta believe. You gotta believe. I... <laughs> I love stories. <laughs> I love I love the underdog coming in and yeah. showing everyone up. I love the fact that we got to see this team in a documentary last year and see the cards there's were a, ripped out. There's a butt coming here, right? <laughs> there's no butt, Chad. <laughs> I I also believe that Arsenal is going to win this season. Um, yeah. Like you, I didn't want to give you overconfidence, especially now that there's an Arsenal fan in this household. But even in the worst of days that we had over this break on New Year's, the one bright, shining moment with Kristen was saying, but Arsenal still won today. And I was like, how? Like, how, how are you still like, like this? Like, we yeah. just had a shitty New Year, and then you're like, but Arsenal won, it's all good. I'm like, that's insane. I'll have to show you that text. So, um, oh my gosh. I, I, I'm a believer. I, I think it will happen. Mm-hmm. Um, they're just, you know, and there is a lot of things that goes into this, a lot of luck with injuries. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it sucks so much that Jesus got hurt in, in the world cup. Yeah. It really makes you wonder how different this season could have gone for the good or the worse. Who knows if I he's mean, playing right now, they could be a worse I, I, team. They might not have that fire under their butt. Yeah. And I think getting injured at the time he did was maybe the best time to get injured only because he did have a few weeks where, like, no Premier League games were happening anyway. So, like, that's already a few free injured weeks. And then, you know, you're, yeah, coming back into it. And it is kind of that festive period where it's, like, games every three days and stuff. But, like, that run-in wasn't, like, too difficult for Arsenal. Um, yeah, West Ham and uh, who else you guys play? Uh, Brighton. Uh, Brighton. Yeah, West Ham, Brighton, and then, yeah, Newcastle. Um, so it's like, should have been winnable games, and, you know, was pretty much the whole way. So, um, yeah, because, I mean, if you don't have the World Cup, then, you know, okay, he's missing three months of, like, pure Premier League matches. So it's like, not ideal, but, you know, if this gets taken care of from, and it sounds like they had known about this little, like, knee issue all season almost, um, so if it gets taken care of now, and then he comes back and, like, back into form towards the end of the season, and can really help push Arsenal over the line, like, could all work out. Are you at all worried about City still creeping? Which, I, oh, I, yeah. I, 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 let me rephrase that question. We're always scared of City. What is it going to take for Arsenal to keep up with their form and not have City creep on them? Um, well, we still have... I mean, we haven't played City at all this season yet. 
because our our first game was during um, when the queen passed away, so it, it mm. got um, delayed until I think another two weeks or so from now. Um, so that'll kind of be like, I guess, really see where Arsenal stand. Yeah. And, and, but like having just watched some city games and and stuff, like they're definitely still playing well, but I don't think as like freely or, or um, not like as dominant as they have been in past seasons. Well, the pressure's on them now. I guess that that could be it. You know, it's it's they're not they don't have this huge lead over everyone. Yeah, you're not necessarily cruising. Like, I mean, even you know, Newcastle's and United, I guess, is only four points behind um, City right now. So, like, it's still tight up there. Um, but I mean, you always got to worry about City. Like, I think the one, definitely, one thing in their favor is just their squad depth is much better than Arsenal's. Like, That's insane. Once you get out of Arsenal's starting eleven, like, there's a few spots where you can kind of have that like for like switch, but. For the most part, no. Um, I mean, if we lose Thomas Party through injury, like that's maybe the season right there. Like we just have no real replacement for him. Um, which they could do something in January, but I don't know. I've not seen any links to any midfielders yet. So yeah, I mean, got the lead on them now. Just keep playing how we've been playing and. You know, it, it was never going to be a invincible season, so you know the draws and losses will come and all that. And I don't know. I just uh, there seems to be like such a a fight and and like hunger amongst Arsenal players that like if it doesn't happen this season, it's definitely happening next season because they've like had the the heartbreak of missing top four last season and the heartbreak of like leading for so much of this season and then missing out and then like next season is just be like you know what we're doing it you know throw everything else out the window it's like gunning for number one the whole time and um i don't know i'm, I'm feeling good you know you feel good i can tell <laughs> man well i had a great conversation with uh Kristen's cousin's uh mm-hmm. husband and he's a huge arsenal fan and um, he's going to get on this pod, I think, in about a month. We were kind of talking, okay. and uh, I thought it would be a good idea to bring him on after uh, Arsenal plays City. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was just telling me, you know, this next five-game stretch that Arsenal has is going to be... Uh, this will decide whether or not they win the league. Um, Tottenham next week, and mm-hmm. then Manchester United, Everton, Brentford, City. And that's... Yeah. But <laughs> see, like I agree, but at the same time, people have been saying that for the, every stretch of games this season is like, oh, City's well, they get the key one though. City, City's the key one, yeah. yeah, for sure. But like, it seems like every you know couple weeks, like, oh, well, this stretch of games will tell us if Arsenal can really compete, and then oh, this stretch of games. Well, no, 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 I'm not saying to compete. I'm saying to win the league. I think I think yeah, they could. Yeah. I think they could draw all four of those and be if the if everyone else is kind of you know mm-hmm. doing their thing with draws and whatnot, but beat City. That's such a statement of just moving forward. Where um, going into the second leg against City, like they now have the the mental capacity to do it again. So yeah. I, I don't want to say these five games are the most important five game stretch they've had, but I do yeah. think if they win all five of these games, they will win the league. That's 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 the 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 thing i'm trying to say um see i, I mean yeah they, they, I, I think 
Go ahead. I think uh, City's run during this time is also a little bit um, hairy for them. I, know, I think they play Tottenham, which is always their like bogey team. Um, I think they have. They got Tottenham twice. Oh, they have Tottenham twice. Well, maybe it was in the. Uh, maybe it was one's got to be a cup no, game. No, yeah. No, nope. All EPL. So they go. Oh, really? They go Manchester United next Saturday, and then mm-hmm. uh, Tottenham the following. It looks like the Thursday. And then they mm-hmm. got the Wolves on the weekend. Then they played Tottenham again. Uh, that sure. day, they have a couple... Looks like I have two weeks off. Okay. January 22nd. Then the next game is February 5th. So, yeah, we had a little break there. Um, so, Tottenham, two out of three games. That would be fun. This yeah. is a fun game yeah. to watch. So, I, I mean, yeah, I think it's... I guess, yeah, both teams are kind of at this important stretch of their season where... Uh, I mean, for Arsenal, there's definitely, like, the Everton and Brentford and stuff. It's like, those are games you should win. Um, Brentford's been tough, which, though, man. I mean, yeah, fingers crossed so far. Arsenal have been winning the games they should win. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, I think, are we in agreement, then, that City will be second in our predictions here? No. 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 Okay. Well, I'm, are, you, are you saying City? <laughs> I'm saying City for second. Okay. <laughs> What are you going with? I, I'm I'm saying Newcastle. You think so? Yeah. I wow. Think, okay. I think Newcastle has this momentum. We've barely seen Isaac play, and I think he's going to be a yeah. huge, huge bonus for them. Their defense yeah. is clicking. Um, Pope is amazing. Bruno is, I think, eager to show that he was not played in the World Cup, and he mm-hmm. doesn't know why. Um, I would argue he's better than Paqueta, and. Uh, I want to see more Bruno. Like he, he, yeah. he there's a re, I think he's a main reason why they're in at least the top four. And oh, yeah. um, I, I, I don't know. I don't know why he wasn't played as much in the cup. Like you, you I mean, you we're probably on the same uh, wavelength there. Like I thought we would see more of him, and we he yeah, only got definitely. in one or two games. I, I think yeah, he kind of just played the like, like group games that didn't matter for them, and then yeah. made some like sub appearances, but. Um, yeah, I mean, Newcastle's like, I mean, like I said, they, they've been in great form. They are winning the games they need to win. Um, and, and yeah, you have, you have, you know, some injured players coming back. Like, even uh, St. Maximin has not fully come back in yet. And, you know, he's always a threat on that wing. And it's a good shout for a second, but. I would, I would argue Newcastle should be undefeated this season. They've lost they one lose? game. Yeah, who they lose to? <laughs> <laughs> He's coming back to you now. Yeah, now I remember. <laughs> um, that was a game they probably should not have lost. Yeah, well, you know, it happens. It happens. Yeah. I get it. Um, but that's that's you know, that's a big part of my reason. Their defense is just locked down. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you know, against City, that was a crazy game. That was yeah. that was three three, correct? Three three, I'm pretty sure. And like, I think next time they go and play City, it's going to be much different because they took the lead and they kind of let City do their thing, and that's how City kept yeah. punching back and punching back. And I think Castle went up, Newcastle went up, like it was one nil, one one, two one, two two, three two, three three. Like it, they took the initiative to go out and score and own mm-hmm. that game, but then as soon as they score, they're like, okay, we're going to do what we always do and like defend the hell out of the ball. But City, 
I think thrives on that when they say, "Oh, yeah. we got to hold the ball down." Just like, oh yeah, you can't let that. Like do. that. I don't think they'll do that again. At least, yeah. I would hope if if Newcastle wants to stay relevant. Um, See, so yeah, I do think they will jump in front of City here because okay. let me okay. take their points. Newcastle sitting at thirty-five points. City mm-hmm. is uh, they have a game in hand, but again with those Tottenham fixtures, I think things could get a little dicey. And yeah. then with Newcastle, their next five games go as Leicester, probably should win. Fulham, mm-hmm. I probably sh- probably should win. Yeah. Crystal Palace should probably win. Yeah. West Ham should probably win. Bournemouth should probably win. I think that out of out of the three teams we've talked about, City, Arsenal, and now Newcastle, that is by far the easiest five games out of those three. Teams. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's that's just my prediction. I do think these next five games are the most important for Arsenal. So why not say these next five games could be the most important for Newcastle? Too? Sure. Yeah. Win all five. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Um, and I'm not saying Arsenal will win all five either. So like there could yeah. be some drama, but I, I I am a believer. So I will say <laughs> Arsenal um, will be one, Newcastle two, and for number three, I'll I'll just start. It. I believe it will be City. Um, a, a crazy third place finish for them. I mean, this will be their first third place finish in the last. <laughs> I don't even know. Go back. Should we check? It's got to be at least what nine years, uh, if I had to guess. Um, if you had to guess, when's the last time they were not top two? Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, I want to say like. The first number that came to me was eight, so I think we can go eight years. <laughs> eight years. Okay, I'm at 2018, 2019, first place. 2017, 2018, first place. <laughs> oh, 2016, 2017, that was the year. 2016, 17, so that was only six years ago. It went Chelsea, okay. Tottenham, City. Mm, okay, okay. I wonder why. I wonder what happened that year to them. I don't know. I forget if they... I mean, I feel like they've had the same squad almost for, like, all this time and just will add a key player here or there, but... Um, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's that's kind of surprising. Um, I thought it was longer, but Chelsea had a damn good year that year. I think that was the Conte mm-hmm. year. Uh, mm-hmm. The second of the two. Um so yeah, that's that's where I'm at. All right, let's see who's your third. Third, I'm uh, going Man U. Wow, keeping them in the top four. Yeah, um, I mean they certainly started the season very rocky, um, but have been kind of coming into form and like kind of look like they know what they're doing now. Um, so just stop you there. You believe that the Ronaldo exit is going to benefit them? Um, I mean, yeah, I guess like. I, I don't think him leaving meant anything. Meant anything. Like I don't think he would have played had he stayed. You know, except for maybe some sub appearances and stuff. Like, oh, I, I, well, I'm going off a of pure locker room. I think that place mm, will okay. be a much easier place for everyone to get along. It's it's this weird pressure yeah. man with those superstars who just have crazy egos. Um, I've just never been a fan of having a huge superstar in any team for any sport when the rest of the team is very young. Yeah. 
I mean, and and that's probably fair. I mean, you know, Ronaldo, kind of at the end of his career, and you know, coming back to United, so kind of has the you know coming home story, and still has this drive and desire to win, but like he himself can't really facilitate that anymore. Like he's not so much the game changer that he used to be, but so I think it's it probably does get a little toxic of him trying to uh, like put that pressure and drive and like will to do anything to, to win onto everyone else, but then like everyone sees him just like not being able to do that himself. So it's probably yeah, that, a weird tension there and um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess I don't think yeah, he ever but, came to terms that he was no longer the guy. Yeah, I think I think that's kind of where his struggles started, just like you were up here and now you like dropped quite a few pegs and he's tried to be the same player throughout his entire career which I love the comparison but we're going to go to Messi really quick <laughs> Messi's role has changed let's I'm going to just guesstimate every 3 to 4 years that guy is playing a different position and a different idea of <clears throat> how the team needs him to play um same goes for uh, let's say I'm trying to think of a player, an old player who kind of had to change his style. I guess Messi's Messi's just so freaking well, good. Yeah, it's like how yeah. you compare anyone to him. Um, but we can go with like say say I'll keep it on a lower level, like a B level. But Thomas Mueller, he's had to change his role mm, multiple yeah. times for Bayern and for the national team. So like, I don't think Ronaldo will ever have that mindset where he's like this team doesn't need me to be like this crazy superstar i could be the 80th minute sub and like mm. do something different and and just accept his role he never accepted this like new role that he had to fall into um, yeah and that's why he's now going to be the man in saudi arabia which <laughs> I, will we ever hear from him again will we, i guess we'll probably see highlights and stuff on reddit but like uh, will we probably ever but then see a game like a full no, game i don't think i so. mean yeah you're gonna see the highlight and then you know, yeah, maybe he bangs in a good goal, but then the level of play and defending that he's going against now is is going to be such a, a lower level than Premier League than when he was in Italy, and then even if he probably went back to Portugal, like I'm sure the level's just below. Like it, so anything you do is just like, yeah, cool, but you know, not as impressive as it as it could be. What if uh, he just? What if he just sucks? <laughs> Maybe, I mean, maybe that's it. You know, he he saw this final paycheck. He's like, yeah, I'm in. Sign me up. Like, <laughs> I don't know. But uh, any, I mean, getting back to Man United in third place at the end of the season. Um, the only real reason I'm kind of leaning that way is just looking at their wins and draws against uh, Newcastle. Mm-hmm. So United has 11 wins and two draws, where Newcastle's got nine wins. And eight draws. draws. I think those those draws are going to hurt Newcastle, unless they can get you know Isaac f- fit and scoring Saint Maximin in there. I, I think that'll be the factor. That'll be the factor is just goal scored. Yeah, yeah, because like they they are scoring goals, but just you know not enough to to get the wins currently. Which um, you know draws are helpful, but like at the end of the day, eleven. 11 wins versus 9 wins right now is helping United so much more. Like, <laughs> like United has 4 losses and is still 
level points with Newcastle right now. Like, so I think United will hang on to third, and then that fourth place spot is a little bit up in the air for me, honestly. So <laughs> you don't have Newcastle as that fourth spot? They're one of the options. One of the options. Chat, it's top four. <laughs> there can't be more than one option for number four. Well, correct, but <laughs> multiple teams, I think, could have a, a opportunity here of, of landing that number four spot. Is it anyone um, not named Liverpool, Newcastle, or Tottenham? No, it, it's of those three. Um I think if if I had to put my like name on one, it would be Newcastle, just because they have been good this season. Um, Tottenham, I feel like, is going to just kind of hover that fifth, sixth, seventh, maybe. Like just the way they play, where they come out first half and it just just you know, yeah, terrible. Like they they don't look like they want to play. They don't look look like they know what they're doing. I'm a believer this is Tottenham's last year with this squad. Everyone from Sun to Hoiberg to <laughs> Deer to Kane going to be a totally different squad next year. I mean, I just... I, I don't get it if it's like... I don't think it's Conte saying, go out there the first half and do whatever you want and then we'll fix it in the this second half. This is year half. two of him, right? Is this year two? Yeah. He, he, well, I think it's like two and year and a half. half. Year and a half? Okay. But... You know, he had all summer to get the players he wanted, which he basically did. And he's had a full preseason with them. At some, like, he, these players should be playing to the tactics that he wants and the standards he wants and stuff. And you're still just having this, like, you know, credit to them for always somehow getting a win out of these games. But, like, that can't. It can't, they can't keep getting away with this. <laughs> they can't. They almost lost the Bournemouth like a couple weeks ago. They got bailed out. They get bailed out way too much. Yeah. Uh, so I think I think Kane is going to do just enough to show other teams that he is a very good player, a very good striker. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Man United will come after him uh, in, in the summer. I think that's smart. We yeah. look, we look, if you're looking at the table. Um, Man United's goal differential right now is seven, which yeah. is pretty terrible uh, considering yeah. that's as good as Brighton, who are in eighth. Um, so I believe Man United could have had a couple games go the other way. Um, but I think Kane in a new squad, especially with Man United right now, I think that would be mm-hmm. the ideal fit for him. Um, and then I, I think he'll, they'll just be relevant enough to show teams that they can make money off the players that they currently have. And then I don't want to say they won't be a top six team next year, but I, I don't know how you rebuild after that. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they go after Lotaro Martinez from Inter because they've been looking at him mm, for yeah. a long time. He would be a nice, like maybe fresh start for them and then kind of build mm-hmm. around that. Um, yeah, I think this is it. I don't think Tottenham's going to make top four. Um, I, would, yeah. I wouldn't be shocked if they make top if they don't make top six, um, yeah, see, that, that's the thing. Like, just they 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 do keep grinding out the win, which you know, fair play to them. But just their overall performance has just not been good enough. So, like, I mean, what you're only five points clear of of six right now, and that's you know, Liverpool has a game in hand on them, which 
Liverpool's like kind of coming into some better performances at least. Like, yeah. but, I mean, you got Gakpo now. Like, if he can get up and run a little bit, like, Nunez looks a lot better. Yeah, he's he's, he's a lot better. He's getting shots off, which is nice. Like, ideally, score a few of those, but. Um, but I think I saw a stat that in the first nine games or ten games or something, no, maybe it's, uh, maybe it was, it was, you know, first 15, 16 games or whatever, like, Suarez, I think, had nine goals, um, I, f- I forget, someone else had, like, nine goals, and then Nunez is on ten goals, so it's like, he's right in line with what you would expect, I think he was just when the transfers were happening, like, he was kind of, his name was thrown around with Holland, so I think, like, he's getting compared to that a little bit, and it's like, no one's at that level right now, which... So unfair. I mean, who do you, you can yeah. compare him to that guy and be like, ah, oh, exactly. Cool. So they didn't do good enough. It's like, well, come on, man. Yeah, so, I don't know. I think between Liverpool and Tottenham, I think Liverpool definitely has... They still have a hard road ahead, I think, but, like, I think they can probably grind out a fourth place finish there. Um, it'll just come down to what Newcastle can do if they can win some games instead of keep drawing. But well, Liverpool is my number four because I have Newcastle in second. So jot mm. that down. I think Liverpool will find a way to make it. Um, not we don't have Virgil for a little bit. He picked up an injury. Yeah, so that so that'll be interesting. But Kanate is great. He played great for the French squad. Um, yeah. I think that'll be good momentum for them. Uh, Trent is starting to play pretty good, too. Yeah, um, He's kind of coming alive. The one goal that uh, I think it was in the Brentford game, one of the goals they got, Trent was the only one defending, which is mind-blowing because <laughs> like that hasn't happened in a season. So yeah. maybe with Virgil going out, it's a slight blessing because now the man back there might, not like the central man, but the guy who might be in charge of that back line a little bit more and have a little bit more to say is Trent. And Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. I think that could be huge. I think him not playing in the World Cup a ton maybe lit a fire under his butt. I know it would... If I was me and I was seeing guys like, uh, you know, Trippier starting over me when, to be fair, like, Trippier has been been with Atletico Madrid for the last couple years. And, like, you know, he's having a good season with Newcastle, but Trent just won the league. He just won the Champions League. He's been in the Champions League what three of the last five years like yeah. it's kind of crazy like i didn't didn't even like play did he play at all um i'm gonna say no I yeah i don't remember i mean if he did it he didn't do anything to like have his name brought up <laughs> but yeah i mean i think i think you're probably right that because prior to going into the world cup he was kind of just like black the like yeah, in the league, but like for England, like he was just, oh. you know, kind of first name on the on the team sheet. Like mm-hmm. he's starting. Like he was always good, and like defensively, he's maybe never been the best, but his help on offense was, you know, enough to kind of cover that. And um, but then, yeah, start of the season obviously was not great for him. But that we saw that with a lot of players, where I, I think it's just a lot of them making sure they got to the World Cup injury free. You know, like. Um, I don't know. I mean, yeah, he's definitely looked better in his past couple games and finally got an assist, so that's nice. That could be a huge factor, though, him not going all out in the season. Mm -hmm. Um, Because, I mean, really, this has been his worst season, uh, stats-wise, I believe, since he started playing in the first team. Uh, I just found this stat, though. 36 minutes played in the World Cup, 
for him. Um, and prior to uh, the World Cup in the last calendar year, the most chances created from open play of England players was Sokka was 65, Harry Kane was 62, and then Trent with 59. Dang, see? He's up there. He's a, he's a threat, just... So what was Southgate yeah. doing? What was he like? Why, man? I, I just—he loves defenders. He he wants to defend. He doesn't know how to use his players. <laughs> so what's funny for me with this new job, right? I'm in very much in contact with the basketball coach, and um, I got to text him like all the time, like, "Hey, what'd you say during halftime? Like, what was said to your players to kind of like light a spark?" And it's just—it's interesting yeah. to hear different coaches. Uh, words of wisdom and and the way they talk to players and boy what i would do to be a fly on the wall in some of these rooms with coaches who like players i want to say obviously don't respect but like players who mm-hmm. aren't getting played by them it's like are they like i fucking hate you yeah like, <laughs> like, i want to know i want to know like how they feel um so yeah that that one's that one's interesting but yeah so I, i'm going uh arsenal newcastle city and liverpool at that fourth spot um, I I hope and will maybe pray a little that Liverpool gets it. I'm a little nervous, <laughs> but I think I think they can beat out Man United. Um, they play them late in the season, and then uh, Tottenham. Yeah, we'll just see what happens. So yeah, give, give me your fourth. Say it out loud. Um, proud. Loud and proud. I'll give it to Newcastle. I, I think, yeah, that's that's the one I'm most confident in. But it's just the amount of draws they have right now is what's, like, scaring me a little bit on it. Okay. All right, that's not a bad top four for each of us. Um, yeah. Just a little different. You have Man United, I don't. Yeah. So we, that's uh, it, yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's my second half prediction questions. Um... You know, we, we my, mine was also who got relegated, so we're kind of on the same yeah. page there. I guess right, since we talked about Arsenal, I'll just talk a little bit about Liverpool. Um, do you think mm-hmm. Nunez will outplay Salah for the second half of the season? Outplay is in as um, in what? He he'll be uh, kind of become like the guy. Yeah, the guy. Gets um, too soon to say. I think I don't know if. I think stats-wise, he might, only because Salah's a known threat, right? Like, he has kind of a soccer effect where, like, the ball goes to him and it's, like, two, sometimes three defenders on him, which sucks for him, but then at the same time for, for Darwin Nunez is, like, leaves him a little bit more open. Um, so I think if, if Liverpool can kind of figure how to get that kind of pressure onto Salah and free up Nunez better or, you know, whoever on the other side and, like, get the ball out quickly, then I think it'll it'll work out pretty good for them. Um, but I think Salah's probably still your guy, just he might need to play kind of the messy role now as he's getting a little bit older and be a little bit more the the creator rather than the, the goal scorer. So would I be crazy to put Nunez in over Salah? Crazy? Um, I don't think crazy, but, like, with the amount of shots he's been taking, you would at least want more of those to be on target. <laughs> oh, I've seen the memes. I know. Yeah. Yeah. There's been, Which, there's been some good memes. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, 
at the end of the day, I think clearly he's getting into positions where he's able to shoot and and wants to shoot. So which I mean, I think that's good. Um, and then you know, getting on target and getting goals will ideally come eventually. Um, Hopefully, but I mean, he just had that goal. I think the wo- against Wolves. Um, yeah, that was, that was pretty nice. A little like kind of first time kick, and you know, he, he's got it in him. Uh, he he looks so much more comfortable than yeah, the start yeah. of the season. So that's, that's oh my gosh, of, yeah, kind of just where my mind is going. I wanted to ask that question. Um, yeah. I don't want to say the season rides or dies with him, but if he can just, he's shooting a lot. You're right. He is shooting a lot and they're just kind of terrible shots, but like Mm -hmm. good ideas, you know what I mean? Like he has the right mentality. They're just not going the way they should go. And, um, if he could put 50% on a, on a, on a keeper and have a ricochet come, come around, like, I mean, that's, that's huge. So, just make the keeper work, man. I hate when players exactly. take shots and they're just like so terrible, and like the keeper's just staring like, <laughs> like that. That was terrible. Like you can see the keeper was like, "What are you doing? Make the keeper work. Get him tired. Get him on the ground. Like make him make him make a, a a crazy save. And even if it's not a crazy save, just blast it at him. Mm-hmm. Make the keeper work. Um, so yeah, I'm excited to get the second half going. I'm excited yeah. to get our podcast back up and rolling. We were on a back hot on streak there for what's like 16 weeks, and then yeah. World Cup said. I mean, yeah, you know, well, you had World Cup, and then it got into like holiday period, and not only is it a lot of games being played during that time, but just like a lot of life stuff happening at the same time. So it's much like, movement. Yeah, hard to, hard to find a time and uh, not only to watch the games, but to then talk about it. So. I think now we'll be back on track and finish out the season strong. Can't wait. Anything else you got to say? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> He's dying. Chad's dying here. We hit our hour mark. We're going to probably take off there. And uh, for all of you listening, make sure you get your rosters in and updated. Uh, Chad and I will have ours in. Are you going to do yours in the next week? It's going to happen? Um, yeah, I think definitely by the time that... Uh, Next Premier League round starts. Okay. I'll probably have it done because, like, I need to start catching up, and you know, especially if the people at the top are not gonna make any changes till late. Now's the time. Got to capitalize on that. So twenty twenty three days until they do. So yeah, time, time to make a move. <laughs> well, let me know when you make that move. Um, will do. With that, everyone have a great week, and we will see you next Sunday. Hooligans <gasps> out. Bye bye. Bye bye.